0: All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, the parlay kid, Darren, Harry, and brother Brian. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Our big, big AFC podcast coming up. We're going over over under wins. We're going to do it right now. Big announcement. We have merged with Fandle. Yes, I don't know who owns who at this point. I think we own 30% of Fandle or something like that. But we are using all their lines. We're very excited. We're going to have a promo code. We're going to have contests. We're going to have head-to-head matchups. So much in the future between us and Fandle. I couldn't be happier. And it's great because we could check one spot and come up with, wait till you see all the props we have. Player props, coaching props, lots going on. Let's start it fresh with New England. Before I forget, uh, this is airing on the ringer probably for three more minutes. I urge you, I told you guys, I warned you, I was going to take your thumbs off if you didn't subscribe uh, on the Extra Points podcast network. So now you have to do that. Against the Odds will not be appearing on the ringer after this. And in fact, you only have like three more minutes before you, uh, to get the real podcast, the whole thing, you have to go to extrapoints.com or wherever you Listen to your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. God forbid I mention the rest. Um, there you go. New England Patriots. Uh, lots going on here. They have an over-under of 9.5, plus 115 to win the division, 10-1 to for the conference, 21-1 to for the Super Bowl, and minus 205 to make the playoffs. They failed to reach the AFC Championship last season for the first time since 2010, which is crazy, just craziness. Had a league high eight players opt out of 2020, including four projected starters, only 13 starting from last year returning. You got Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator, signed Cam Newton, a one-year deal in July because you don't want Jared Stidham out there. He has four career passes. And who was the other one? Hoyer. We know what he's done in his career. Um, Nikhil Harry, a little bit of a disappointment. You got a lot of receivers other than Julian Edelman who are not solid by any stretch of the imagination for Cam Newton, but the number one ranked scoring defense and total defense and the third down last year, that's the New England Patriots. They have to replace Jamie Collins and Kyle Van Um, I don't know. I don't like this team this year. I think they're an 8-8 eight eight team, um, but maybe you have different thoughts, Brother Bry, over or under for the Pats?
1: Well, that's the thing. So, right, the over 9.5 is plus 135. So I have to take that. I feel like this season was made for Belichick, right? No Brady, players opting out, Chung opting out, Hightower out because of COVID. In a year of chaos, I feel like this favors Belichick, right? You know, guys have missed games across the league, but he's the one coach that I think would be prepared for this. He's won 10 or more games in 17 straight seasons, and you're giving me plus money for this. So I just can't resist. I know their schedule is difficult. Well, look, they won 12 games last year, and all they did was ask Brady just to not turn the ball over. Can't Cam really do that if they just say, just yeah. be conservative? If not, they're going to go to Stidham right away if he's, if he's not doing the right thing. So I think they'll find enough replacements on defense to step in like they always do. Um, if the Pats win – if the, and the thing is, look, if the Pats win 10 games this year, you're going to feel like an idiot betting the under. If they fall short, yeah. you're going to be – applauding this and saying, all right, I guess their run is finally over. But until that happens, I have to go over. It is insane.
0: that It was the first time in 10 years that they didn't make the AFC championship. And I was looking this morning. We talked on extra points that Belichick has not won coach of the year this decade, but only makes the AFC championship. It's such a great joke. I love it. Uh, Buffalo Bills, eight and a half is the over under, plus 125 for the division, 13 to one for the uh, conference, 28 to one for the Super Bowl, and minus 178 to make the playoffs, both teams, Patriots and bills expected to make the playoffs in the AFC East. They had 10 wins. That was the most by them last year in 21 years. Um, they haven't finished with a top 10 total offense. You kind of know what you're getting with, uh, with um, the quarterback there. Why can't I remember his name? Yeah. Allen. <laughs> you can't remember, uh, but they got Stefan Um, You know what you're getting with Allen. They got Stephon Diggs, Devin Singletary, third most scrimmage yards among rookies. John Brown, 72 receptions. Maybe the offense could break out. The only team in the NFL to allow fewer than 200 passing yards in each of the last two seasons, yards per game. Um, Tremaine Edmonds selected the uh, Pro Bowl last season, 115 tackles. They lose Frank Frank Gore. They lose Shaq Lawson, um, A.J. Espenza. Is a defensive end out of Iowa. That was their second-round pick. They don't have a first-round pick. I uh, I think they're an eight and eight team. So what am I thinking? They're right there. I don't know. I think both of these teams, the Patriots and the Bills, end up eight and eight. I don't know what the tiebreaker is, but you could be. This could be like last year's NFC East, where there could be a seven and nine winner uh, lur- lurking to take the division. But I think both end up at eight and eight. Parley, kid, what do you have
2: for that? Oh, so I really like the over here, over eight and a half. It's minus 160. you got to give a little bit. Uh, I think the consensus amongst a lot of people are the Bills are ready. They're ready to take the next step, ready to take over the division. Allen is in year three. That's always a big year for quarterbacks. Diggs is a tr- terrific addition, along with Brown and Beasley. Uh, very good, a very solid receiving core. Singletary, over five yards of carry last year. They added Zach Moss uh, from Utah. Their defense was in the top three last year. Uh, I think they were second in giving up points at 16.2 points a game. Uh, Had some good additions. Uh, Addison, a pass rusher from Carolina, is going to help out. As you mentioned, the rookie from Iowa as well. Uh, McDermott is as steady as they come as a coach. Uh, I think this team's winning 10, if not 11, games this year, Sal. Wow. All
0: right. Well, I I have no problem with that. As long as the Patriots move to the uh, bottom of the division. It's a good day for me. New York Jets, speaking of the bottom of the division. Well, not quite the bottom. Six and a half is the over under, plus 850 to win the division. Boy, that was at 700 a couple weeks ago. Uh, Plus 5,000 for the conference, 8,500 for the Super Bowl, and they're plus 430 to make the playoffs. I had high hopes. This was my flyer team. I really thought that they were going to, I'm like, they're going to sneak up. They're going to win the division. You got Sam Darnold, seven and six with this team. Averaged about 20 points a game in 13 games started last year. They have Mekhi Beckton. They drafted him to protect Donald uh, Denzel Mims out of Baylor Is a fun player. Do you think Le'Veon Bell's going to come back? Career lows in yards per game, 52.6. But they got Perryman, an outstanding uh, receiver from Tampa Bay. Only the Browns have fewer wins than the Jets since 2016. This is Adam Gase's team. There's already problems with Le'Veon Bell. C.J. Mosley opted out. Um, they traded Jamal Adams, so this is why I'm steering clear of the Jets. You can't get rid of two out of three of your best players. Uh, so I have them at seven and nine, but still over, but not making the playoffs. Who do we have here, Harry?
3: No, I'm gonna go under here. 31st in rushing last year, 29th in passing. Wow, they're really that good. 29. Darnold was that good. 29th oh, come in passing. On. Oh, listen, it's been a while since I've been able to rip on Sammy D. And in two years, the savior that was supposed to be in Gotham, look, he's missed six games, 36 touchdowns, 33 turnovers, under 60% completion percentage. uh, And that's tossing five-yard outs a ton. He's seen – look, he's he's seen more ghosts than wins, really, honestly. And how does – and how does Adam Gase keep getting head coaching jobs, parlay kid? I think you mentioned that a while ago. Like it's un- unbelievable. He does nothing with these teams. Sal, you mentioned Robbie Anderson went to Carolina. Adams, like you said, went to Seattle. He was second in the team in tackles and sacks. Uh, they did drive, draft some offensive line linemen, but still, Le'Veon Bell disappointing season. Like you said, Sal, under 800 yards, and he carried for 3.2 yards a carry. I'm yep. sticking with the under six and a half for the Jets. I'm thinking five.
0: All right. Uh, Miami Dolphins Yeah, over under six, plus 850 for the division, 44 for the conference and 80 for the Super Bowl. And they're a hefty plus 410 to make the playoffs that went five and 11 under Brian Flores. Obviously, the big move is drafting Tua. He's not going to start. Um, we don't think Fitzpatrick, who ruined the Patriots dynasty. That's their guy probably to start. They haven't won a playoff game since 2000, so this is 20 years for these guys. Chan Galley, their offensive coordinator, they had the most sacks allowed last year, 58. Uh, Devontae Parker was a bright spot, though. Set Career high, 72 catches, over 1,200 yards, receiving defensively 31 points a game, a mess. They signed Byron Jones, uh, and they got Kyle Van Oy to a, uh, Van Oy to a large uh, contract this year. I said Tua in the first round, Austin Jackson, also a first-round pick at a USC. I have them going 5-11, and, and that is under, as far as I know, right? That's right, Sal. What do you think, Paul? Did.
2: Yeah, under 6, Sal, is plus 115, too. I do think I have them winning six games, uh, but I'll take the plus money and take the under with the Dolphins, at plus 115. Uh, I like what the the Dolphins are doing. Uh, I think they're an up-and-coming team. They really loaded up uh, on their defense in free agency. Uh, I'm still not sold on any of the running backs they have, uh, Jordan Howard or uh, Matt Breda. Um, I'm really that doesn't scare me at all. Uh, I think Tua will struggle this year uh, once he uh, starts. Uh, I don't know when that's even going to happen. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick is, you know, there are times we, we like watching Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick, right? He's yeah. fun to watch. He, He's kind of like an underdog player, but he still doesn't really win a lot of football games. Um, right. So I, I don't see this team yet. I think, uh, like I said, maybe next year I could see them taking a, a, another step. But, you know, I think even six wins or five or six wins is almost a step forward for this team still. So I think that's where they're at this year. Oh, Let's and by go. the way, yeah, so their first five at Pats, home versus Bills, at Jags. Seahawks 49ers. That's probably a one in four start for the Dolphins. Yeah,
0: it never looks good when you read the uh, opponents, and they're so much better. Um, it's true.
1: Uh, Brother Bry, you have a bet you like the Jets to finish last in the division. Yeah, I like them to finish last at plus 170. Look, I don't trust Gase. I, don't, I really don't know how good of a coach he is. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm thinking he's not that good of a head coach. And to me, the Jets did not do enough to get better in the offseason. I think this is going to come down to, at one point in the middle of the season, they have back-to-back games against the Dolphins. By that time, Tua could be playing. I know they had seven wins last year, but I just don't think they're good enough yet. I mean, I I, I don't know. When I look at them, I just don't feel like there's just yeah. enough skill on that team. So yeah. I, I do think Miami's going to be a little bit better, and I think that's enough. And I just like I, – I think one and two are kind of locked down, and to get plus 170 yeah. for the Jets there, I feel like it's good.
0: Yeah, like I said, I, they were going to be my sleeper team, but you know, losing Mosley, losing Adams, not not good at all. Uh, Levy and Bell, I'll jump on with you. These are our best bets for the AFCs, by the way. Levy and Bell under six and a half touchdowns. I just don't think he's going to be a productive Jet ever. I just right. three point two a carry. He went from twenty one to sixteen carries under Gase. They're already looking at each other sideways. It's Bell and Gore. I hear they're splitting time sixty forty. That's not going to be good for him. And Gore's going to get the short yardage um, carries right there. Three rushing, one receiving touchdown last year. I don't think it gets much better for Levy and Bell. Harry, what's your best bet in the uh,
3: division? Yeah, I'm going to go Josh Allen over 3,249 and a half passing yards at minus 112. Got him to the playoffs last year. Keeps getting better and better. He had 3,100 yards last year. Uh, like I said, took him to the playoffs uh, and that was with uh, in, had best his best receiver was Journeyman Josh Brown, who had a, over 1,000 yards. Now he's got Stefan Diggs, a bona fide number one, um, who's had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. And Cole Beasley's been a nice slot receiver for them last year, getting those third down and eights underneath. He's been very good. So over 32, 49.5 for Josh Allen and the Bills.
0: There you go. And Parley Kidd? I got a
2: good one here, Sal, and I think this is uh money in the bank uh Pat's exact finish second place plus two thirty. I love this mm. one uh lots of opt out opt outs new QB not sold on their wide receivers running backs offensive line not what it was at one point uh but their defense is still uh first rate uh even though I know they've lost some guys, but that's gonna be a first rate defense uh I think they win nine games and that's enough for second place. In that division, mm. uh, so exact finish for the Patriots plus two thirty second place. I love that. I love this fanduel exact finish stuff. You got you could have the Jets oh, in last fantastic. place. Oh,
0: it's fantastic! Yeah, it's great. Yes, second. This is yep. terrific. Let's move to the uh, AFC North. Baltimore Ravens, a fourteen win team last year. They're over on there's and a half minus two hundred to win the AFC North plus three hundred for the conference six fifty for the Super Bowl and minus seven fifty to make the playoffs what can you say it's a franchise record 14 wins um they won 12 straight games to close out the year they averaged 33 points a game they first team in nfl history to average 200 plus passing yards and 200 plus rushing yards per game in a single season that's insanity lamar jackson youngest quarterback to win nfl mvp last season 1206 rushing yards 36 touchdown passes you got Mark Ingram at 1,000 yards. They have uh, J.K. Dobbins on the squad now. Uh, Ohio State, Mark Andrews, 10 touchdowns. I love, love, love the offense. And Wink Martindale leads the defense for the third season. Number one scoring defense, 14 points a game. Uh, they have Calais Campbell. That was a nice trade with the Jaguars. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> getting rid of everyone. Patrick Queen, very underrated player, I think. I'm hearing really, really good things at him at a training camp, uh, LSU linebacker what is this team doing um also uh returning from injury pernell mcphee that could be big uh they're over under is 11 and a half i think they make it i think they get to 12 and 4 do you agree
1: with me uh, yeah i agree with you it's hard for me to picture the ravens winning less than 11 games right this year i actually think uh, to have the best record of plus 425 i like that too for such a good team their schedule is pretty soft um, and they could possibly be favored depending on how the season goes. They could be favored in basically every game. Uh, yeah. they, were the, they were the most well-balanced team last year in the regular season. I'd expect Lamar to be even more effective throwing the ball this year. They always seem to get better in the draft. Like you said with Queen, they also have Harrison out of Ohio State who's supposed to start for them at linebacker too. Sure, I'm sure he'll be awesome. So they have these young guys that always come out of nowhere uh, who play well for them defensively? Uh, they lose good guys. The free agents get guys who are even better. I don't know how they how do they do it every year, but I think the over 11 and a half. Uh, I, I like that.
0: They have to be motivated, and the people say, "Oh, 11 and a half." It's uh, coming from 14. I, I get it. Big Ben is back. A little more competitive division, but um, I think 11 and a half, 12 is very doable. Pittsburgh Steelers just mentioned them. Over under is nine. Plus 340 for the division, 13 to 1 for the conference, 25 to 1 for the Super Bowl, and minus 134 for the playoffs. 8 and 8, we know their story. Mike Tomlin doesn't go worse than 8 and 8. Doesn't matter who his quarterback is Mason Rudolph, Devon Hodges. He won't hopefully have to deal with that. Um, they ranked in the bottom five in total offense. Their defense was spectacular, but their offense was the worst ranked red zone. In the league uh, last year, they scored 35%. Now you got Big Ben missed uh, with an elbow injury, had 5,100-plus passing yards in 2018. They selected Chase Claypool. We know what Juju Smith-Schuster had an off year, Um, although still he has the most receiving yards of any player in history before turning 23 years old. That's a little weird. They signed Eric Ebron. I can't say enough about that defense. T.J. Watt, 27.5 sacks over two years and uh, they led the league with 54 sacks. Uh, Bud Dupree was franchised. I like this team. I like that Claypool. pool. I think there's going to be a lot of weapons, a lot to throw to. I have them going 11-5, and five, and that puts it over. What do you think, Harry?
3: No, You know, Sal, I'm going to go under here. I think they do have a ton of offensive questions. Yeah, Big Ben is back at 38. Can he survive the season? We'll see. I mean, in the NFC uh, preview, Parley kid mentioned how in the world was Dallas 8-8. Eight and eight. It's hard to say. How in the world was Pittsburgh 8-8 eight and eight last year? Yeah. Being 31st in passing, 29th in rushing. They didn't have a running back go for over 500 yards. They've got young receivers. Somebody's going to have to pick it up because Schuster, Smith Schuster's going to be double-teamed. Maybe James Washington in his third year at Oklahoma State. We'll see. Uh, but I don't love the under here because they do get some breaks in their schedule. Uh, they get Washington. They get the Giants. And they do get Jacksonville. That could definitely be three wins. So uh, under nine here, I'm gonna say probably eight.
0: All right, and there you go. And now the Cleveland Browns. What can you say ah. about them? Over under eight and a half, plus four eighty to win the division, seventeen to one for the conference. Double that, thirty four to one for the Super Bowl. Plus one hundred eight, still right there to make the playoffs every every year. They do this, and and people love them. But could, to be about even odds to make the playoffs is insanity, I think. Stefanski's first season he's coming over from Minnesota he's replacing Freddie Kitchens one of my favorites to just look at uh losing record in 12 straight seasons 17 seasons without a playoff uh yeah 2002 was the last time uh they signed Conklin from uh Tennessee three years 42 million that bolsters the offensive line averages 4.8 yards per carry um With Nick who I think is going to be one of the best players in the league. He's already close to 1,500 yards rushing last year. Odell, a bad season last year. Uh, Austin Hooper is joined. But a lot of bells and whistles, a lot going on. There's a bell. There's a whistle. Four years, $42 million. Um, Hooper apparently spent three weeks at Baker Mayfield's house. So that could be uh, helpful. Miles Garrett is back. Ten sacks in ten games. He's reinstated. And then they signed him to a five-year, one hundred twenty-five million-dollar uh, contract. What do I? I think this is a seven and nine team. I'm not ready to put them in the playoffs. I'm going under eight and a half parlay, kid. What do you think?
2: No, am going be taking the over eight and a half here, so minus one ten. I think Stefanski is a major upgrade over Freddie K, who's the NFL's version of Lenny K. Um, <laughs> <laughs> am I right, Harry? Yeah. Uh, dead, they, dead on. Dead on. TPK. <laughs> dead on. Uh they've addressed the offensive line needs after giving up forty sacks last year. Chubb, Hunt, Odell, Landry. That's a lot, and as you just said, uh Austin Hooper, who yeah. has joined the team. Games seven through twelve, Sal. Uh at Bengals, home versus Raiders, home versus Texans, home versus Eagles, at Jaguars. They could win five games alone right in the middle of the season. Uh I think they're talented enough to beat the Ravens once. Uh so I do think they go over an eight eight and a half. And this could finally be uh, the year that they they shut some of their critics up. Uh, And until they do, they should have critics, but they need to do it. And uh, this team is talented enough on offense, on defense, to uh, especially get over eight and a half wins.
0: Well, here's the thing with the the Browns and this team I'm bringing up right now, the Bengals, um, you could flip-flop who has the worst offensive line between the two of them. Bengals over-unders 5.5, 26-1. 26-1 to win the division. 75-1 to one for right. the conference, 170-1 for the Super Bowl, plus 680 to make the playoffs. Like I said, 31st-ranked offensive line in football. Welcome to the team. Uh, Joe Burrow, first overall pick. They lost 13 straight road games last year. Then they release Andy Dalton after nine years. Joe Mixon, is a bright light. I think uh, you know he was talking about holding out, but he's going to be on the team. 2,931 rushing yards. T. Higgins was a second-round draft. Uh, they got an offensive lineman, 11th-round pick Jonah Williams. That defense is the worst in the NFL over the last two seasons, 404 yards. Um, they add Trey Waynes. He's out for the season, out for 2020. I don't know. It just seems like more bad luck for this team. I have them under. It's 5.5. I have them... Four and 12. Now, people are like, you're too mean to the Bengals. I doubled their wins. They had two wins. I'm giving them four. I don't think I doubled anyone else's wins in this uh, whole thing. But I think they go four and 12. Harry, where do you see the Bengals?
3: You did double the Cardinals.
0: I did double the Cardinals. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, five, ten, and one to ten.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to take the Bengals over. I think they get six here at minus 130. Uh, Why not with Cincinnati? Uh, They got the number one pick, Joe Burrow, native of Ohio. He's the guy there. Cincinnati has never in their history had the guy. This is their chance. A.J. Green comes back from uh, being out all season last year with an injury. Tyler Boyd, underrated wide uh, wide receiver, had a quiet season, but a solid season. He had uh, 90 receptions, over 1,000 yards. Sally mentioned uh, uh, T. Higgins that got in the second round. That could be a nice steal. Bernard and Mixon are a good one-two punch. And defensive end Carlos Dunlap. Uh, underrated. Uh, he's had seven and a half sacks uh, every year since 2013. Why not with the Bengals and, and and Burrow? Let's see what he's got in the pros. Over five and a half, I'm going with six.
0: Alright, let's go to best bets for the AFC North. Brother Brian, we haven't heard from you in a while. You like the Steelers to make the playoffs. I, I, lo- I love that as well.
1: Yeah, the Steelers make the playoffs at minus one minus 130. I thought it would be a little bit higher just because it's Pittsburgh. I feel like everybody bets Pittsburgh every year, but they had a good chance to make it last year. Again, and Ben obviously being out the whole whole season, their schedule is really soft. And don't forget, you get an extra playoff team. So I'm surprised this is minus 130. Uh, I don't know. It's, this seems like an easy one to me.
0: All right. Uh, parlay kid, you, yeah. you're going with the kid. I'm going yourself. with the kid.
2: I, I do think um... – you know, I think a, a good bet too, Bry, uh, would be Roethlisberger to win Comeback Player of the Year too, uh-huh. especially if you believe in them uh, making the playoffs. So I'm not taking that. I probably should really. Uh, something we should all jump on at some point. But I'm it's taking about
0: plus two hundred and sixty or something. Uh, right
2: in there um, or I, I, thought I thought it was even. I thought it was even a little bit more than that. No, he's favorite. So. Yeah, uh, he is the favorite. But I still I, maybe it is plus yeah. two hundred and sixty. But you're going to get at least that. Uh, so I'm taking Burrow under thirty-eight hundred yards passing. At minus 112, I think this is another layup uh, here. He's got crazy high expectations. Uh, If he misses one or two games, he cannot get this, uh, can't hit this this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Without any preseason, he's going to get off to a tremendously slow start. Um, I think since he will run the ball more to protect him, uh, he plays in an unfriendly weather climate with Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, etc. Uh, and and Baltimore in the division. Um, all those teams I just mentioned too have pretty darn good defenses. Murray won the rookie of the year last year with thirty two hundred yards passing. Mm-hmm. Uh why would we think that Burrow's gonna throw for over thirty, eight hundred yards in his rookie year? Dak threw for thirty six hundred yards mm. uh when he had a big year too as a rookie. So thirty eight hundred yards is a lot to ask. From Joe Burrow in his first year so I think this is a layup at minus 112 I like it I like all the unders bet
0: all the unders I'm sorry I don't want to bankrupt FanDuel but the unders come in with for
2: player props
0: guys get hurt these are figured for 16 game seasons they don't play 16 games they get hurt and they uh they underachieve for the most part Harry you love T.J. Watt he's the best Watt he's a
3: favorite Watt in the family What's up (laughs) He's great in the Subway commercials. Listen, now, listen, TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year at 14-1. to 1. 25 years old, I think you mentioned he led uh, the NFL in sacks last year. Um, 23 tackles for losses. 10 more than Khalil Mack. Uh, three more than Chandler Jones. All right. And uh, just a half behind Errol Donald. Uh, he's durable, missed only one game in three years. There you go. 25-year-old TJ Watt at 14-1, to 1, Defensive Rookie of the Year.
0: There you go. All right, I'm going Nick Chubb to lead the uh, league in rushing. Brian, you took – who would you take in the NFC? Oh, you took Barkley? Did you take – No, Parley Kid. Parley Kid. I took Barkley, yeah. I like Barkley. I like Nick Chubb, plus 950. I know Kareem Hunt's back there. But, you know, he split carries. He's done this before. Um, 14.94 yards rushing. He's only 24 years old. That was the second most. Kind of lost on a fluke to Derrick Henry. Got so hot at the end of the year. The rushing title was his to have. Uh, like I said, he split with Carlos Hyde in 2018, so I don't think he minds someone coming in. I would think the Browns at some point would get smart and just give this guy the ball, right? Forget Baker Mayfield. It doesn't have to all be about Baker Mayfield. Give the ball to Nick Chubb. Like I said, second in the league last year, 1494, which means plus 950 is pretty pretty good value. All right, let's go to the AFC South where the Colts over under, I'm sorry, Let's start this over. In Texans first, right? Let's go to the AFC South, the Houston Texans. Over-under is seven and a half plus three twenty to win the division, twenty-six to one for the conference, fifty to one for the Super Bowl, and plus one forty-four to win the division. You got Bill O'Brien. This is his seventh year. Everyone was mad at this team. What did they do? They they traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson in a second round pick. They got rid of their best receiver. Uh, Watson was sacked hundred and six times last year. This Texans team made the playoffs miraculously. Built, beat the Bills in the playoffs, I believe. They've won the AFC South four of the last five seasons. You would never think this was this team was this successful. Ten plus games that they won back to back seasons for the second time in team history. Uh, Will Fuller, someone said it early. Hasn't played more than eleven games in a season since his rookie year in two thousand sixteen. So this offense is going to be lacking a little without uh, Hopkins. Defensively, they had the worst red zone defense last year, allowed touchdown on 71% of their opponent's red zone trips. It's no longer J.J. Watt's defense. He missed eight games, torn pectoral muscle. Um, They allowed 388 yards a game. I don't love this team. Um, It's going to look like a a much different team without Hopkins, without – Paulus Hyde, Lamar Miller was a running back by committee. Tosh Gibson was released. Uh, I have them at eight and eight, all said and done, which I guess puts them over. It's seven and a half is the over under. I have them at eight and eight. What do you think, Harry?
3: Now I'm going to go under. Uh, look, uh, the very uh, beginning of the schedule is going to be tough. They've got Kansas City, Baltimore. Minnesota, Tennessee, and Green Bay, uh, in first se- that's uh, five of their first seven games. You mentioned they traded Carlos Hyde. Duke Johnson is next in line, who's not a full-time back. He just had 400 yards last year. Uh, the Hopkins trade was crazy. Um, Fuller is an excellent receiver, but he can't stay healthy all the time. You mentioned Watt, too. He's 31 years old, hasn't played double-digit games in a season since 2015, under 7.5 for the Texans.
0: All right, let's go to Tennessee, the Titans. Well, maybe they ruined, um, maybe they ruined the dynasty. Mike Vrabel's third season finished nine and seven each of the last four years. They made the playoffs two of the last three years. They signed Ryan Tannehill at a great end of the year. Four years, one hundred and eighteen million. Still have not won the division in twelve years. I'm quick to point that out to uh, Clay Travis. They had the number one ranked zone uh, red zone offense, scored on seventy six percent. And a lot of it is thanks to Derrick Henry, who I mentioned before, 1,540 yards. Uh, He had 16 touchdowns last year, 180-plus rushing yards, average in three straight games last season. That's unbelievable. A.J. Brown led all rookies. They came out of nowhere, especially this offense, 1,051 yards. Um, Defensively, second-worst red zone defense. Uh, Kevin Bayard led with 17 interceptions over three seasons. And now you add Victor Beasley and Jonathan Joseph to the defense. Um, maybe it's good. They re-signed uh, Derrick Henry. Malcolm Butler returns from injury. I have them all said and done going seven and nine. Though I think this is going to wow. be a more competitive division. I'm going under eight and a half Parley kid.
2: So I'm going to be taking over eight and a half at minus one twenty-five. Four straight nine and seven seasons, as you mentioned, and I think it's another nine and seven season for this mm. team. Tannehill is better uh, than people give him credit for. I know he got a lot of credit down the stretch last year, but he was pretty darn good with the Dolphins. You can look his stats up, uh, uh, they don't lie. His stats have always been pretty good. Uh, as you said, Vic Beasley is a nice signing. Draft picks Wilson and Fulton replaced some key losses. A.J. Brown was one of my favorite players in the league last year. I think this Titans team is the second best team in the division. Uh, I think they go four and two in the division, which means they got to go five and five outside the division. I think they're good enough for that. so I think they go over eight and a half at minus 125. All
0: right, I just can't go to work anymore if, if, the, if the Titans go far again. This is uh, you know what did I say? It's hard to keep track. I have like five teams I hate. It's very, very sad. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, nine wins over under plus 125 for the division, 10 to one for the conference, 23 to one for the Super Bowl. And minus 198, wow, to uh, make the playoffs. They had the 30th ranked passing offense last year for uh, for uh, Frank Reich after uh, Andrew Luck obviously announced his retirement. This year, they signed 38-year-old Phillip Rivers, one-year, $25 million uh, deal. Everyone's excited about that. They drafted Michael Pittman out of USC. They have Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin. They return all five starters on the offensive line. Taylor will, I guess, split carries, with Marlon Mack, who set a career-high 1,091 rushing yards. You got T.Y. is back. He missed six games due to injury. They, uh, they got the Forrest Buckner from that San Francisco trade. They give up a first-rounder in uh, 2020. Like I said, Pittman, Taylor, uh, Buckner, Xavier Rhodes from Minnesota, those are nice additions. They lose Eric Ebron. I like this team. I feel like everybody likes this team. I have them at nine and seven, though, so that is a push. Harry, what do you think? I
3: don't know. I think I'm going under here. I don't love it, but I'm going under. The 26th in total offense last year, 30th in passing. Uh, you mentioned Frank Reich. Got went out and got his guy, uh, Philip Givers, who had 20 picks last year. Philip Givers, um, going to be 39 <laughs> years old this year. Givers, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and twenty five million. I think they could have spent that other, uh, got someone else. It's a ton of money. They could have offered twenty million to Eli, and Eli could put up better numbers. No. Harley, kid. Oh yeah, he could. Uh, you mentioned Hilton <laughs> missed part, a third of the season. Their leading receiver last year. None of you guys can get it. I guarantee you guys won't get who the leading receiver was.
0: What team are we doing? Oh, it's uh uh Parish. No, who was no, it? Parish.
2: No. Parish was out most of the year. That's last right. Year. Yeah. Uh, Zach
3: Pascal.
0: Oh, Pasco. Zach Paschal, the I knew leading was PA, receiver. PA and
3: yeah. Sal, you did mention Pittman, who could be a stud that they got in the second round. But I don't know how much Rivers are going to be able to trust him. And Hilton's got to stay healthy. Nine's a lot. You got to get ten for a win. I don't know. I like under.
0: All right, one more team, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over/unders four and a half. I mean, they're just letting it go. They're they're getting rid of it. It's a scrappy. It's a it's a pandemic yard sale right now. Four and a half is the over/under. Twenty three to one to win the division. 85 to one to win the conference. Um, did I this run? This must be 200 to one. 200 to one to win the Super Bowl and plus 870 to make the playoffs. What do you want to say? Like I said, Doug, poor Doug Marone. I think he's got to be the fall guy here. I haven't seen anything on first coach fired, but he might be only because he's left with nothing. Um, fourth and final season with the team, and Jay Gruden is their offensive coordinator. It's his first year. They scored 30 plus points in just one of 16 games last year. Minshew Mania lasted for about three weeks. Um, and yet, I don't know. I look at his numbers. 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. Not terrible. Leonard Fournette cut. Uh, DJ Chark was a nice little, uh, you know, surprise for them. A thousand receiving yards and eight touchdowns. Nick Foles is gone. Uh, like I said, Minshew's going to be their guy and just three of 11 defensive starters from that 2017 AFC championship team are on the roster. What did we say? Brother Brian, they covered like 42% of their games over the last decade. Like, we yeah, saw something so, insane. Right,
1: right. Which we were saying, you figure you'd get back to even at some point. In time, yeah,
0: no. I'm, go, I'm going way under with this team. I think they're 2-14. and yeah. 14. I'm going, uh, you know, they have a chance to win zero. I'm going under four and a half wins. 2-14 and 14 Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah, so Sal, I, I, I agree with you here. I'm way under here on the – even though it's 4.5, you can't go much further than that. But what a mess they are between Ngakwe, Campbell, Fournette. Uh, they've had – like you said, they've had a losing record in 8 of 9 season. I would say this is a throwaway season really for the Jags, but it can't be for Doug Marone, right? He's play, He's coaching for his job, right? But yeah. The one thing I'll, I think that's going to happen is they have like Miami and Cincinnati pretty early. Like if they lose to one or both of those teams, I could see Marone getting fired right away. And then the tank really beginning for them. Uh, they were bad defensively last year, even though they were top 10 in sacks with Ngakwe and Campbell. So there's some talent on this team. They're they're like two or three years away. I I would think they'd be tanking for, for Lawrence. Um, but again, I understand. Team, football teams don't tank. This isn't like the NBA, but um, if there was yeah. a team that was going to tank, it's going to be this.
0: Well, let's pile on with our AFC South best bets, Harry. Let's, uh, let's go for it. Jacksonville, worst record in the NFL, pretty good odds.
3: Yeah, you can get that at plus 210. Uh, you guys mentioned everyone they dumped and got rid of this this, this offseason. Uh, next man up after Fournette's gone. And the, I guess their best running back that they have left is a guy named Reichwell Armstead, second year out of Temple, hit 108 yards last year. It's terrible. Inexperienced defense, no-name players all over. Uh, scored the least amount of mo- points in their division last year. Gave up the most. Uh, plus 210 for worst record. Go for it.
0: I'll do you one better, Harry. Um, team to go 0-16 on Fandle is 20-1 yeah. to 1 odds. Ooh. I, can't, I had a hard time finding a win for Jacksonville. I really did. What did I give him a win home against the Lions? Week six, they could lose that game. They're not Jeez. as good as the Lions, yeah. right? I, I'm I'm more yeah. confident in the Lions. It is, but it's, I, it's actually it's actually amazing
3: somewhere. that Minshew had a plus fifteen touchdown to interception yeah. ratio.
0: Yeah, and then there was like a Thursday night game that was in the rain, and we just everyone just lost interest in them. Uh, Parlay kid, what do you think for AFC South?
2: So I think you're gonna like this one too. So I got an exact finish uh, for the division. So it's at wow. plus a plus two sixty exact finish. Colts, Titans, Texans, Jags. Plus two sixty, I like the Colts to win this division. I think they're a win now team with Phil Rivers. Uh, He's reunited with Frank Reich. Uh, DeForest Buckner uh, signaled that they're ready to uh, win now. Uh, Taylor, great uh, pickup, good offensive line. Uh, How many games did Vinatieri cost them last year? Mm -hmm. Enter Rodrigo Blankenship uh, from Georgia. So I I think this team is. uh, I think that. Do you like that? I mean, Colts, Titans, Texans, Jags. Plus I love that this is a
0: thing. This is crazy. Just the fact like, that it, it, it you can tur- do that.
2: It's great. Plus 260, people. Thank you, Fandle.
0: Turn, thank you, Fandle. They've turned the NFL into a horse race. Uh, um, yeah, uh, right. look at that. The Colts are leading the way in the horse race. Unbelievable. Brother Bry. Right. what do you think uh, for best AFC South bet?
1: Yeah, so uh, I I like Derrick Henry most rushing touchdowns plus 550. I know this mm. isn't going out on a limb here, but he was unstoppable late in the season last year. He scored 13 touchdowns in his last 10 games, including the playoffs. I'm not sure his rushing yards are going to be as high, but he was an automatic score from the one or two yard line. There are maybe only three or four other guys that could be in there with him. So at at plus 550, you got to like that.
0: All right. So that takes care of the AFC South. Let's move to the West, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs. They were 12 and four last year. They missed Mahomes for two and a half games or so. They're looking to be the... First team to repeat since the Patriots uh, did it in 03 and 04. Wow, that's a long time. Return, I read somewhere 20 out of 22 starters. This says 18 out of 22. It could be as many as 20 out of 22 starters. 10-plus wins in five straight seasons. Uh, Andy Reid's a Hall of Famer for sure. Eric Biannimi's got a pretty nice gig, too, as offensive coordinator. And Patrick Mahomes who signed a 10-year, $450 million deal. He has 76 touchdown passes. Over the last two years, they dra- drafted Clyde Edwards-Helaire, uh, the 32nd pick. He could be their main guy after Damian Williams opted out. Tyree killed 19 receiving touchdowns over two years. Kelsey, four years, 75 million dollars, so he's set. Defensively, Chris Jones, four years, 80 million dollars. He's set. What you know? What what do you want to do? They used four of their six picks in the draft on defense. Um, they lost Reggie Reggie Ragland. I don't know. I'm looking for negatives here. I really I really can't find any except they're gonna be the team to beat and everyone's gonna be gunning for them. And I did find five losses on their schedule somehow. I don't wanna go twelve. I think they're gonna be eleven and five. I went under.
3: Harry. Uh you know what I'm gonna go over eleven and a half here. Uh twelve wins, two straight seasons. And by the way, uh yeah, maybe Andy Reed is Andy Reid's a Hall of Famer now, but he better let uh Patrick Mahomes introduce him because if not for Patrick Mahomes, he's still not a hall of hall of Famer in my book. Oh. Look, Mahomes Mahomes missed two and and Parlay that uh, Mahomes <laughs> missed two and a half games last year, and still they had twelve wins. Defense improved really greatly last uh, second half of the season last year. They're loaded on offense. Sammy Watkins decided to stay and take a pay cut. That's how much he he loves this team. Kelsey signed big contract, and they only play five teams that made the playoffs last year in their last ten games of the season. They played one team that made the playoffs last year, over 11.5 for the Chiefs.
0: Wow. All right, Chargers. Um, let's see their numbers here. Their over-under is 8, 7-1 to, to win the division, 19-1 conference, 35 for the Super Bowl, plus 148 to make the playoffs. Uh, I like this Anthony Lynn. I really do. I watch him on Hard Knocks. I think he was the MVP of Hard Knocks the other day. Um, speaks his mind, speaks from the heart. I feel like he's aged like 15 years and three weeks. I don't know what happened, but, um, you know, it helps when uh, Mike Williams gets hurt and, uh, and you know, uh, Derwin James gets hurt. That, that'll age you for sure. Seeking first division title since 2009. Obviously, Rivers is gone, so it's either Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert, who was drafted out of Oregon. First Chargers quarterback to start a game. Other than Phil Rivers, since Drew Brees in 2005. You got Austin Eckler, 92 catches, 993 yards, and uh, eight receiving touchdowns. Keenan Allen is dynamite, obviously. Um, You got Gus Bradley leading the defense. Then you got Joey Bosa. They signed, you saw it on Hard Knocks, five years, $135 million. They're going to miss Derwin James. I think that's tough. I really think that's tough. I don't think they missed Melvin Gordon or Philip Rivers as much or Russell Okong um but those guys even with the addition of chris harris and linval joseph i think it's going to be a tough uh year for the chargers i think they go six and ten brother bry that's over for me what do you think
1: uh yeah so i love 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 the under eight here for the chargers mm-hmm. like why is it eight why why are we overrating the charter chargers based off of one good year two years ago unless you really think river sucked which i kind of do he d- thinks think he does but <laughs> Um, I saw them up close to personal. Right, we saw Rivers play last year, so he couldn't have been any worse when we saw them. But Tyrod Taylor's a good game manager. He'll keep them in games. But but once thing, if things start going south, you're gonna see Herbert in there pretty quickly. The the AFC West schedules are tough this year. But throw on top of that, the Chargers were zero six in the division last year. Plus, they are always hurt. It's just amazing with. With Derwin James going being out for the season, it's become comical. So yeah. I'm I'm really not a big fan of them this year. Um, I I don't think they did enough in the off season, and I think eight is too high. I think this should be like seven.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. Local team goes down. They really don't have a chance uh, heading into the season. I don't think maybe Justin Herbert will surprise us or Ty Taylor. Yeah. Um, the Denver Broncos. Their numbers seven and a half over under eleven to one to win the division, thirty to one conference, sixty to one. Super Bowl plus 180 to make the playoffs. What the hell is wrong with me? Every single year, I love this team. I think they do make the playoffs. And yet, a losing record in three straight seasons. Uh, Vic Fangio's second year. They won four of the last five games, though, with Drew Locke to uh, close out the season. I will say, um, John Elway doesn't give Drew Locke or any of his quarterbacks a reason to to have many excuses to suck, right? He gets bored. He goes out there. Uh, signs Melvin Gordon at two years, sixteen million dollars. Cortland Sutton, obviously a, a solid player, over eleven hundred yards receiving. Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. You go back to back. You go first two rounds. You go wide receivers. So they really want that offense to do well. Like I said, Locke was four and one as a starter. Uh, Philip Lindsay had a thousand yards rushing right. in the last two seasons. Defensively, Von Miller eight sacks last year, fewest of any a season. Um, they had the NFL's number one red zone defense. Chris Harris Jr. signed with the Chargers, I just yeah. mentioned. Um, but they got A.J. Bouye with a trade with Jacksonville. And I like it. I like what I'm saying. And I think they go 9-7 and seven here. Parley, kid, do you agree?
2: No, son. I think after I'm done, I think you'll be thinking about taking the under. I'm taking the oh. under 7.5 at minus 110. I think this team could start off 0-3. I think they got good young offensive talent. I think their defense is a little uh, old. Uh, and I think their offense is a little too young. Uh, you know, Sutton, uh, Judy, as you mentioned. Uh, I, I actually think Lindsey is probably better than Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. but they do have two pretty good running backs. Uh, I think at best you're looking at 3-3 three and three versus the AFC West. They also have home games against the Bills, the Saints, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they take five separate trips to the Eastern time zone mm-hmm. uh, during the year. I think this is going to come back to bite them. I think it could be a seven-win team. And they're not going over seven wins. They are they are building something pretty good there, though, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I kind of think they'll be more fun than they've been in the last few years uh, to watch. Uh, I just think they're a year or two away. So take the under seven and a half at minus 110.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, and on to, uh, speaking of unders, Brother Bry's Las Vegas Raiders, 11 and 21 last two years under John Gruden's second stint here. Uh they're returning all five starters on offensive line. They signed Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal. I'm trying to think what's different here. I couldn't believe Derek Carr said highs in completion percentage, 74, 70.4% and passing yards, over 4,000. Um, I like that Darren Waller. I think that he's a, a big reason why. He had 90 receptions. That's probably why completion percentage was up there. Uh, Derek Carr has 17 fourth-quarter comebacks. That's insane. They drafted Henry Ruggs the third out of Alabama. Jason Witten's on this team now. Not sure what to make of that. Uh, you know, they ranked 30 in the NFL in red zone defense. Fewest take second fewest takeaways. Jonathan Abrams suffered a season ending injury in his career in uh in the first game, first career game last year. He's back. What well, were their other additions, Brian? Malik Collins, Prince. Yeah. They had
1: uh, a lot, a lot of good to, ones. The Littleton from the Rams, Kwiatkowski from the Bears. They had a lot of. I'm sorry, I, of I, good still,
0: I still, see five and eleven. I know that's uh, that's not. I know. What does it matter what I think? But uh, it would have been fun. How many games did you plan on going to this year? You would, you would have flown out for like six games, right? Well, eight, it, oh you know yeah, games?
1: for sure. And that, there's a Thursday night game like the week before Christmas in San Diego. That's a, a Fox Thursday night game. I was like, oh yeah. shit. That definitely would have been the game I would have been oh, going yeah. for. But, I w- yeah, I would have probably went out to like four games, even though it's like a $1,000 a ticket. Even on Up now, it's like $1,000 a ticket. Is it really? Yeah, like no, no fans week one, but it's uh, really, really go expensive to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, all right, so but I'm going to – I am usually really down on the Raiders. I probably have gone under on them every year. Um, I have a little bit higher hopes for them this year. Um, and it this all all has to do with Derek Carr. I think they can get to eight or nine wins. Um, but I do know if they're struggling, I wouldn't be shocked to see Mariota in there early if, if Carr struggles or he gets hurt. They have a lot of good young skill guys. Um, their offensive line is still very good. I, I would say it's still like a great offensive line. We have the home run threat now in Ruggs. Um, I will say last year, they're seven and nine Gruden cost them two or three games just from being so conservative. I'm sure every Raider fan for as much as you love for as much as you love Chucky. I don't know what the hell <laughs> Harry's doing over there.
0: Harry, what my, are you doing? We
3: can't see you. We hear you. you. Maybe elephant noises.
1: He forgot. I guess he, he forgot. He was doing a podcast. What the
0: hell's going on? <laughs> so close to being done. Uh,
1: but like I said, Gruden cost them some games, but look, their schedule again, they have one of the toughest schedules again. I complained about this last year where they went, they were, they were, didn't have a home game last year for about two months. But if they right. can go two and three in their first five, I do think there's a chance at eight and eight <laughs> or nine and seven. They would have to beat either the Saints or the Bills early at home. But again, a lot of young talent on defense, huge upgrades at linebacker. Their D-line should be much better. Um, yeah, uh, you could say, you could say one, one, I. I mean, you could say one winning season in 17 seasons. I mean, that's yeah. fucking embarrassing. And then, <laughs> uh, you have, you have a few, eight, you have a few eight and eight sprinkled in there, but you know, Jason, yeah. Jason Witten, Jeff Heath, that's all I could say for this team.
3: Right.
0: Uh, uh all right. Well, we'll stick with you, Brian, because you like, uh. You like Jacobs to have the most yards, right?
1: Yeah, I like Jacobs, rushing leader. Look, he was—I mean, he was fantastic last year. I think most people would agree. Just watching him, most people thought he was almost—you know—the best running back last year. Uh, if he's if he's fully healthy and plays three more games, he's in the top three in rushing. They're going to rely on their run game and play action. Like I said, their offensive line is still really good. So I do think he's gonna finish in the top five in rushing, again, as long as he's healthy, but at plus nineteen it's plus nineteen hundred. So I think uh-huh. that's that's great value. And you know, just again, just stay healthy, Josh.
0: All right. There you go, Parlay Kid. What are
2: you thinking? So I like rugs of the Raiders uh-huh. under seven hundred and seventy-four and a half oh. yards receiving. Uh it's a number he like never that. even he never eclipsed it in college, Sal, that number. And Alabama was playing fourteen games. A year, uh, I do think, though, he does make the Raiders better because I do think he's going to help stretch the field and he's going to make Hunter Renfro be- better and and the tight end Waller even better by stretching the field. But I think he'll be their home run threat. So I think, you know, you could see him having some games with two catches for 60 yards, uh, etc. I just don't think he gets to this uh, 775 yards just yet. I do think he does add a dynamic that the Raiders haven't had in a while. It's just that he's just not going to have a lot of receptions this year, but he will be a factor for them. So, take rugs under 774 and a half yards receiving this year. All right. I at, minus don't know what, at minus 112. At minus 112. What
0: happened to Harry here? He said go to him last. I am going to uh, I'll go <laughs> to my pick and it's stupid, but I'm doing it again. I'm going Denver plus 180 to make the playoffs. Listen up, guys. Uh, Steelers, Titans, Bucks, Jets, Dolphins, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, Bills, 9-7, 7-seed seven, seven in the AFC, plus 180. There you go.
1: Sal, they're uh, plus 220 to come in second, too. So Is it 220? It yeah, oh, thanks. Wow. So. Yeah, I'm sure you Oh, that. that's good research, Brian. <laughs> I might have to do that. Mm-hmm. Plus 220. There you go.
0: All right, Harry, uh, welcome back. What's your best <laughs> yeah, what's bet up, for the guys? AFC West?
3: I'm going to go I'm going to actually go Patrick Mahomes under 4,499 yards and a half at minus 112. Uh, It's probably crazy to bet anything under involving Mahomes. But remember, he did get hurt last year, played 14 games, and barely had 4,000 yards. Casey is loaded, but uh, only played five uh, teams that made the playoffs this year. A lot of rest time, maybe, for Mahomes. So under 4,499 and a half yards.
0: All right. There you go, guys. We did it. I'm gonna I'm gonna Second. go have a stro- I'm gonna have a stroke. I think <laughs> two hours and 18 minutes. This hey, I, I tell you this what, scream. I think
2: we gave some good stuff, guys. I really you do, do. I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like I should jump on everybody's bets. Uh, yeah, good job. Jim, good
0: job, Jim, what do you think? Did we give good stuff? We got done. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's on a flight to New York. He's out of here now. Uh, all right, you guys have. Uh, well, it's a kind of weird to do plugs, but we will be back Monday. With uh, boy, there's so much going on. Uh, you guys want to, Harry? Do you have a horse? Did you look at a horse?
3: Um, t- t- what is it, Bride? The, the That's four to the five favorite. the favorites, right?
1: Oh yeah, that horse is like three to five. Whatever the name of that Forget horse it, is, Harry. I
3: thought so. I so so, so uh, what about uh, Soleil Valate? Right, twelve to <laughs> one.
0: Yeah. It's David Levante. <laughs> All right. You got it. You got it. Hey, so that's it. Come back Monday. Uh, listen to the NFC podcast if you haven't. And, well, if you're listening to this, you have subscribed or are at least listening on the Extra Points Podcast Network. We have so much going on. If you have a fantasy draft coming up, uh, listen to uh, Jen Piacente and Jerry Ferreira on Waiver Wired Extra Points Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Lots and lots going on. I'm going to go catch my breath. Uh, Harry, you go off and uh, do whatever you were doing for the Parlay Kid. For Brother Bry and Harry, I'm saying so long and (laughs) handicap. What What is it? (laughs) And happy handicapping.